A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. TSB talks about business here on Talk 100.3. The playoff will be back just after 5.30 this afternoon because sports author, anchor, sports journalist from the India Today group is on the line to join us. Nikhil Naz is one of the most highly regarded sports commentators and discussed more about everything to do with India and the Asian Cricket Championships last night. Nikhil, thank you for joining us on Talk 100.3. Well, my pleasure. Lovely to be here. Well, uh, Nikhil, uh, first up, you know, we'll uh, focus on the uh, latest news that has come out and that is uh, India has announced its uh, its squad for ICC T20 World Cup. Uh, What do you read out of it, first up? Well, the first thing uh, it tells me, just looking at the team, that the Indian team hasn't panicked. So, you know that they were there in Dubai playing the Asia Cup just now and the results didn't go according to plan. They failed to make the final, which, uh, you know, as you'd know, the kind of expectations that you have with the Indian team not making it to the final uh, would be looked at uh, as a failure. Despite that, you only see two changes in Mm -hmm. the Indian team uh, from the team that went for the Asia Cup and the one that has been selected for the T20 World Cup. And those two are Avish, uh, you've got uh, Jaspreet Bumrah and Harshal Patel, two of those fast bowlers that were injured and not available for selection for the Asia Cup. They make a return and then you've got Ravi Bishnoi uh, that goes out uh, of the squad and Avesh Khan. So uh, just pretty much those two changes, which means that they want to retain the core group. And uh, even though, uh, you know, Asia Cup didn't go according to plan, that they're treating as a blip and hopefully uh, better performances at the World Cup. Look, I really enjoyed watching Virat Kohli bats where he was managed to, to make triple figures and to get that 71st international century. Do you think there's going to be pressure on him to move permanently to the top of the order? 
Well, I think the pressure is off now. I think he was feeling the pressure just leading into the Asia Cup, and that was predominantly the reason why he decided to take that month and a half long break. He said that you know he had started expecting a lot out of himself. He was not enjoying his game. In fact, he went on to say that he was even faking intensity, uh, you know, on the field. So because of which, then he took a break. And I think the kind of uh, you know runs that he scored in the Asia Cup, he got two fifties and a hundred. I think the pressure is off. I had the pleasure of speaking. You know him while I was there, and and I saw a different version of Virat Kohli, a much more relaxed, uh, uh, a much more uh, you know uh, someone who's really reassured of himself, his ability, and I did see that, and I think that month and a half long break did a lot of good to him. He'd be without pressure, but of course you expect a lot out of him. If India have to do well at the T20 World Cup, he needs to score run. Whether he will bat at the top of the order as an opener, that I think is going to be unlikely. I know he got that hundred batting as an opener, but most likely you will still see uh, KL Rahul, Rohit Sharma open for India, and Rohit uh, and Virat then continue to bat at number three. Uh, Nikhil Dinesh Karthik uh, tweeted, "Dreams do come true." Uh, definitely, yes. Uh, you know, from from uh, doing the commentary duty in the last World Cup in England uh, to actually being a part of uh, the team that plays the World Cup, that that's definitely something dreams are made of. But how realistic is DK's chance to get into the playing eleven, considering the fact that Rishabh Pant automatically makes a selection, considering he's the only left-handed batter that we have? No, I think that was a blunder. I think that was a blunder just to have played Rishabh for the fact that he's a left-hander batsman. Mm. And I think sometimes these sort of matchups that you see in T20 cricket are a bit overrated. That you really need a left-hander right. when there's a left-arm spinner on or a leg spinner on. I think that was a bit overrated. And I think the England team paid a price uh, for that because you had been grooming Dinesh Karthik as the number seven batsman, someone who could you know come and bat those 10-15 deliveries and you know score at a 200 strike rate. So you groom them for that and what. What did you do when you reach Asia Cup? One, Ravindra Jadeja gets injured and your plans go haywire and then you're forced to play a Rishabh Pant higher up the order. I think that was uh, folly. I think that is something that the Indian team would have learned from. And going forward, most likely you will see Dinesh Karthik play the role of the finisher, even if that means Rishabh Pant sits out because he's not been in great form. He's got a lot of opportunities, but he hasn't really made the most of it. So I think Dinesh Karthik will make it. But you're right. For him, you know, the, the running joke on social media was that he was a part-time cricketer and a full-time commentator uh-huh. where he's proving everyone wrong whereas yeah. he's now a full-time cricketer and only a part-time commentator. So great. I met him too, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason for success behind him when I had a little conversation with him is is primarily this because he stopped expecting much out of it. He said, listen, I was enjoying the game. I thought I'll keep playing. Sure, if I make it to the T20 World Cup, great. If I don't, that's not the end of the world. And I think that is the attitude that allowed him to play the way that he was, where you know he threw caution to the wind and said, okay, fine, 10, 15 balls, I'll go all out. And he, and he played those knocks that in fact forced the selectors to look at him. Can, this tournament has been a tremendous success here in the UAE, uh, given the quick turnaround that's moved from Sri Lanka. Do you think there's any chance that you could see permanently the tournament being moved to a, a neutral venue or somewhere like the UAE? Uh, that would be very unlikely. I'll tell you wh- why. Because, uh, you know, uh, Asian Cricket Council is uh, is a body that's run by the executive, which means the members and participating members uh, want the hosting rights because, you know, there is a lot of money associated with hosting it. There are a lot of benefits to have. And usually if it's the members voting, then more often than not, members are going to vote for each other or at least in a rotation so that each of them gets it. It's only in situations where one of those major permanent members do not uh, have 
have the chance of hosting or there is a last, last minute change that it goes to an alternate venue i would find it very tough that it was to move to a neutral venue because at the end of the day as i said each of those big asian countries cricket countries would want to host it unfortunately this time because of the political situation in sri lanka it had to be cancelled at the 11th hour but going forward i think uh, i think next next edition is in pakistan so uh, you know i do not know what the what the stand right now of all cricketing board is next year the asia cup whether they would want to travel to pakistan or not pakistan would show hope to uh, you know be hosting it they have been hosting international tournaments but i'm just saying the way the situation is at the moment especially politically between india pakistan i do not know whether india would agree to go to pakistan in which case again you might look at a neutral venue mm. and then again uae emerges as the front runner but but by and large overall i think uh, it will still remain with uh, you know the the major members and they would want to retain the hosting rights you you mentioned about india wanting to travel and and obviously this is beyond uh, the cricket boards uh, a lot uh, has to be decided by uh, you know the the people uh, sitting at the top in the country but uh, you know it's not just the asia cup champions trophy also goes to pakistan in 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 the next ftp uh, yes. there has to be the, we we got got to find a solution to all of these things isn't it um you're right actually i mean but but for that i mean is you know is it's beyond cricket as in you know uh, going back uh, you know going uh from past experiences that it is actually uh it involves home ministry and even at the level of the prime minister office so so these decisions are made there right. uh whether india agrees to go there or not we don't know but i think champions trophy uh there could be a good chance that india travels there because the the stand that india has been taking uh, till now and we've been reporting on that has been that they're okay playing pakistan when it comes to a multinational tournament mm-hmm. uh, but it's only bilateral series that they've had issues with and and when some, some thing as important as the champions trophy moves to uh, a place like pakistan uh, and india would want to participate i think there could be a scenario where then the indian team does travel and plays its games uh, in pakistan right uh, uh, nikhil uh, in pakistan we were talking about pakistan and the pakistan team uh, where did they falter i'm i'm sure that you were keeping a keen eye on uh, the finals as well where did they falter in the finals Oh, uh, I think it's their batting that let them down, as it has uh, throughout the tournament. Mm-hmm. If you take a look at the entire tournament, uh, they their batting really clicked in that one game against India. That was that one game where right. they did outstandingly well. Uh, Hong Kong again, uh, you know, not reading too much into the results. and then comes the other game uh, versus afghanistan that they won where once again it's their batting from a winning position almost lost in the game True. but for nasim shah who comes in as a tail ender and hits those two unexpected sixes which you know uh, took them through so i think barring that one india game where the pakistan team batted beautifully batting has been a bit of a concern there the the approach of the batting and the consistency of the batting both need to be looked at and and pakistan will will after this asia cup uh, just as i mentioned for india nothing less than a final uh, would have been would would suffice similarly for pakistan nothing less than you know winning uh, the asia cup would have been enough mm-hmm. and i and i can already see uh, you know uh, the plenty of talk about mohammad rizwan who may be the highest scorer but the but his approach his strike mm-hmm. rate and various other things that pakistan needs to look at maybe it is it is time for them also to take a look at the kind of template that they they play in t20 cricket whether they need to change it going forward in australia so plenty for them to think about as well but you also had a situation with babar azam only passed 20 once uh, in the tournament do you think this is a, a point of concern or this is just a blip on his form 
I would I would like to think it's just a blip on his form because he's he's too good a batsman to be out of form for very long. In fact, he's been the most consistent batsman in international cricket for the last year or so. Uh, you know, we in India kept kept saying that listen, Virat has lost form. But just look at Babar, how consistent is he in, in all formats actually? And then who was to know that you know he'd have an Asia Cup to forget? But I would imagine that this is a blip. It's just one of those tournaments. It's it's not a long extended period where he's been out of form. It's just a blip and and. I I think he, he's he's a good enough batsman to uh, overcome this little blip that he's had in his career and, and come out much stronger. They have a, a seven-match T20 series, I think, against England. Uh, and, and I'm not even waiting for the T20 World Cup. I think you'll see him firing uh, in that T20 series itself. And, and just quickly, I know you're a busy man before you go. I, I'm not sure whether you're across this uh, story of what's happened in the test match between uh, England and also South Africa. Bad light has come into play again, which has caused uh, many people to really say that the situation in regards to bad light is, is farcical. Are, are you across this situation to, to comment on what happened? Uh, unfortunately, because I was so caught up with, with the India selection today, I haven't had a chance to look at. So, so you know, I refrain from making a comment unless, you know, I've, I've actually seen what happened. Uh, but, but I know that, you know, it, it was an exciting series between the two. But unfortunately, I did not. have uh, the last two, three days, I haven't had the chance to follow it. So, so this one, I'm just going to give it a pass. No, no problem. Right. My last question to you, uh, Nikhil, would be, uh, I, I happened to meet Harbhajan Singh over the weekend. Uh, he was here for uh, some commercial uh, commitments, and uh, you know, I, I was talking to him about uh, you know the, the prospects of, uh, of of the youngsters who could probably make it to the Indian side, and he said, and uh, he he said, and he's tweeted about the same of Umran Malik, right? He said that I'm looking forward to Umran Malik, and if he can make the side, you know, he'll be he'll be one of the biggest assets. Uh, he's tweeted the same about a few hours back. And uh, Umran Malik obviously does not make the cut. What are your thoughts on this youngster? No, I think that was, uh, you know, a bit far-fetched because uh, how does he suddenly then make it into the mix if he's not being playing the series leading up to it? True. If the team management had any inclination of, you know, having him or they thought that he's, you know, a part in the scheme of things, then then he would have played a few tournaments before that. Makes the sense. fact that he didn't, and I think, and I think the the take on the management, as far as Umran is concerned, that they feel yes, he's got the pace, yes, he's exciting. Maybe they want him to continue, but they did give him a few chances in that tour of England. But right. I think in the what they've what they've really concluded, having looked at him very closely, is that maybe a bit more experience, maybe a bit more of India A tours, which he is playing, and then he'd be the finished product that they would want. So he's definitely a one to look out for in the future, but maybe not immediately for this T20 World Cup. Well, Nashid Paivandia, we know how busy you are, so we do appreciate your time uh, chatting all things uh, Indian cricket and also the Asian Cricket Championship here on Talk 100.3. Thank you very much for joining us. Oh, pleasure is all mine. You guys have a good evening. Bye-bye. Wonderful. Thank you. There is uh, the sports anchor, author, commentator and co-founder of Niche Sports. Uh, in fact, he is one of the journalists at India Today Group, uh, Nikhil Naz, uh, that we were talking to. And uh, I, I happened to meet him here at uh, the Dubai uh, Cricket Stadium uh, while he was covering uh, the sport. And uh, what a fantastic guy, you know. Uh, knows a lot about the game, understands the game through and through. And is very vocal about his opinions, uh, you know, about, about the sports and the men in sport. Yeah, you're on TSB, Talk Sport Business on Talk 100.3. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.